Musical performance by Ryan Bailey Music. It's what he does. Welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net and HowardMagazine.com. And I am here with the brilliantly talented Ryan Bailey and the semi-talented, I guess, Theo Messi. Yes. Ryan, start with you, since we already heard your dulcet tones, your gravelly voice, Kenny Loggins' uh, imitation. How are you? What are you wearing? What's going on? Uh, I'm good, Brooks, but I think you're a bit confused. That wasn't me singing. I, I'm friends with Kenny Loggins. I got into oh, you actually that for got the real early. Kenny Loggins. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, my mistake. Yeah. Kenny Loggins music Kenny. in the flesh. My sincerest apologies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's fine with it. I'm sure he's fine with it. But uh, yeah, I'm very good. Uh, today I'm wearing my Middlesbrough shirt, Brooks, uh, out of uh, respect for three things. Uh, my fellow countryman, Jack Harrison, who's now spending his time there. My good friend, Kay Murray. And um, my uh, good friend, person who pisses in goalkeeper's water bottles. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Nice trident of uh, loves there. So that's I was, up the smoggies today. I was wondering what that sound was, and now we know. It's Ryan pissing into a water bottle. I just hope. <laughs> also, shout out Steve Welsh at Miniborough on Twitter. Brilliant artist from the borough. He's excited to have Jack as well. Lots of borough connections for us, yes. Uh, yeah, so just Middlesbrough all day. Why not? Juninho, I'm pretty sure, is a big fan of the pod. He's uh, contributed $10 Patreon dollars in the past. <laughs> he's, wearing, wow. he's wearing his DT shirt. Middlesbrough are actually, um, 
I love Middlesbrough because they sort of represent my favourite ever season of the Premier League, 1996-1997, when they had Juninho, when they had Emerson, when they had Fabrizio Ravinelli. That was when football was still good back in 96-97. I remember it well. Back before Theo was born. Back, back before Theo was grandpa. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Oh, Theo, yeah. how are you? Back when football was in black and white television and what nobody are you watched wearing? it. Nobody gave What's a fuck. going on? <laughs> Uh, I'm doing good. I'm a bit insulted by your intro, but we're just going to roll right over that. <laughs> uh, I'm wearing nothing. Um, oh, God. But ass naked recording oh. once again. So beautiful visual picture for y'all. Um, Are you going streaking yeah, later? Right. I'm, drinking, I'm drinking a cup of tea. So nod to Middlesbrough, Ryan Billy Music, English people, Jack Harrison. Here's my, here's my cuppa. <laughs> I'm raising it to you. This is for you. Wow. This is a very Teesside... Uh... Teesside in, in multiple ways uh, podcast so far. Oh, nice. Yeah, see? I got my English puns. Hey. Uh, but uh, I am not dressed in a very English manner. I am wearing my uh, the new England shirt. Or not the new Germany shirt. <laughs> not the new English shirt. The new Germany shirt. Because uh, I wanted to see... It would be the new England shirt if things went a bit differently in 1945. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But they, uh, yeah, they we didn't. won't speak of that. We won't speak of that. But I just wanted to see if it still annoys Ryan that I have one and he doesn't. And I, I can tell by his glances that it still does. I have a feeling he's going to try and slip me a pee-filled drink later. So while I try to avoid that, let's move on to the, uh, the DT Fantasy League. Sweet, sweet fantasy, Brooksy. We're kind of in the middle, as we record this, in the middle of a game week. So we can't give any results just yet. But I am very certain that I will not be winning this week because I started Petrcheck in goal with his negative three point seven five points. So that you does get not negative three hundred point seven five for that. Yeah, that does not bode well. He did not have a good match against Swansea. Uh, Arsenal lost three to one, and that was ugly. Oof! Yikes! I'm packing my team with Swansea players next week. That's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So, congratulations, Arsenal. You have finally mm-hmm. broken Petrcheck. I haven't respected Swansea players since Bob Bradley was the manager, <laughs> and I don't intend to ever play a Swansea player in my fantasy eleven ever again. The- did uh, Theo get any? <laughs> oh, Theo got s- six big Lacazette points. You're uh, enjoy them while they're still there. Yeah, so they're about to be a bomber yang points unless he actually yeah. pulled that uh, aeroplane U turn that everybody was joking about today. Well, that's that's <laughs> my question actually, Theo. When Obama yang starts playing for Arsenal, assuming that does actually happen, which it looks like it will at this point, uh, will you do the swap, do the fantasy league swap? No, because that would be contingent on me uh, logging in and doing anything, which <laughs> is, is un- nah, which is yeah, unlikely at this point. point. You're sticking with him through thick and thin and forgotten passwords. Loyalty is exactly. what I like to call it. Yeah. Nice. Lack of loyalty. <laughs> oh, okay. Moving on. Dirty Tackles of the Week. Ryan, who do you got for your Dirty Tackle of the Week? Uh, it pains me to say my Dirty Tackle of the Week is the La Liga side, Sporting Hee That's how you pronounce it, by the way. <laughs> sporting Hee Um... They done a racist. They done a racist thing. Oh, I'm afraid to say that's not good. No. Uh, there were, there's a racist chant which uh, Bobo can pipe in if he so chooses. It's in Spanish, saying, uh, "We do not want players of color." Uh, that was in a game between uh, Rio Oviedo 
Sid Lowe's team and uh, sporting hee-haw from last weekend. Um, yeah, a bunch of donkeys they are in Hihon, evidently. And th- I-, I think I might actually expand my dirty tackle to maybe just Spain in general because this kind of thing does happen on a relatively regular... Yeah, this uh, isn't exclusive know, to them. There's a long history no, of this no, we, everywhere. Remember we had Danny, Danny Elvis getting the bananas thrown at him at Villarreal. Uh, we had Neymar getting racially abused. I think that was Espanyol not so long ago. Uh, and even at Atletico Madrid, I think there was the, there was some unpleasant chanting going on there not so long ago as well. But we know, you yeah, know Atletico Madrid kind of... had a guy that uh, just painted his entire body black as well. Oh yeah, Antoine Griezmann, the uh, his regrettable globe. <laughs> yeah. not, not too not too long ago, meaning like a month. Yeah, ago. Yeah, I tried to block that out of my mind, to but yeah. forget about. That kind of plays into the Spanish attitude to that kind of thing where we saw, you know, um, that sort of things happen before in Spain. We saw in Formula One, Lewis Hamilton, people have been blacking up in the crowd because they think it's funny for when he comes to Spain. Uh, it, it, the, the, the basketball team at the Olympics when they did the uh, unpleasant gesture with their eyes mm. when they went to Beijing. There's this whole thing going on with Spain. Cut it out, okay? You're about, you're about 30 years behind everybody else. Just cut it out. Grow up. That's my daily tackle. I mean, yeah, I mean, to be fair, there is racism everywhere. Here, you name it, there, there's racism. Sure. But I feel like in Spain, at sporting events and, and involving athletes, there's a a weird boldness with it. They, they really don't have any uh, – they don't hold back with it. They go all out with their racism. It's, I mean, it's, it's kind of you've got a similar story in Italy as well. It seems that certain countries and certain cultures are a bit more, you know, I, I can't imagine on the stands of England, maybe in the 1980s it would have happened, but now you would not have a chant going up, we do not want players, players of colour uh, going out in the stands. And in that, I mean, that stands, you know, that wouldn't happen. I doubt that would happen in the US. I don't think it happened yeah. in the UK. But there's certain countries where it would. And I just, oh, it feels so out of step with the rest of the world, doesn't it? It does. That's a very well-deserved ready tackle. Yeah, uh, no, so. no argument from one, us. One more time, Gihon, because they are fucking donkeys based on this. Come on. <laughs> yep, one more time. Dirty tackle. Fuck you, sporting. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, okay, Theo, what is your dirty tackle of the week? I've got a really good one as well. Um, because I'm a lazy son of a bitch, uh, I crowdsourced my dirty tackle on the interwebs uh, on my Twitter, which now has over 300 followers. Uh, what? Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Um, this this one comes from uh, one of my boys at number one Hot Wings fan on Twitter. Are you sure he's not no one Hot Wings fan? <laughs> yeah. Nope. It's number one. <laughs> I think he, he <laughs> number one. He Hot doesn't Wings like fan. them at all, or he loves them the no. most. Who doesn't like yeah. Hot Wings? <laughs> uh, no one Hot Wings. Dirty tackle to both of you for assuming that this guy doesn't like Hot Wings. <laughs> Chicken hate them. F- that's your first mistake. He says, and I quote: "This guy I work with just put a Stevie G signed boot." in parentheses, in a wanky glass case on his desk and came to a casual Friday in a Liverpool top. He's a real fucking dick. Studs up. Then I'll give him the people's elbow when he's down. Hashtag bash bros. Okay, I've got... My my first question is, what constitutes a wanky glass case? What makes it wanky compared to a regular glass case? I think all glass cases are naturally wanky. Like, what do you put in a glass case that's not wanky? Uh, um, <laughs> fire alarm bell. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. 
I agree with this guy. Number one Hot Wings fan. Uh, I totally agree with you, and we can be bash bros in this instance. You should never put a signed boot in a glass case at your place of work. To me, that screams of, I'm a real Liverpool fan. Yeah, this is in the office on his desk. This wasn't in his home. This is a classic case of, I may be American, but I truly, truly support Liverpool because I have Stevie G's signed boot in a glass case. All right, well, Not the case. Where do you draw the line on sports memorabilia? Lots of boring people who work in boring offices try and liven up their lives by having sports memorabilia on the walls, pretending they're Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Where would you draw the line? Are they allowed to have bobbleheads on their desk? Are they allowed to have like a signed picture of Stevie G? Where, where is, is a boot too much? What, where, what's, what's your rules here, Theo? I think you nailed it, Ryan Bailey Music. Yeah. I think a bobblehead is, is where, it, where it ends. I think if anything's signed, it's a bit too like, oh, check me out. Look at my autograph. Autographs are stupid. This is another thing I could talk about, but we'll leave that be. <laughs> Um, and I trust number one Hot Wings fan. He, he's my bash bro. He says he's a real fucking dick. Who am I to distrust him? And also, if you're bringing the Stevie G signed boot and you're wearing the Liverpool top on casual Fridays, like it's a bit much, no? Like, Is he also clapping at the television in bars in the morning when <laughs> Liverpool's playing matches, holding up his, his Liverpool scarf, singing you'll never walk alone as he walks into the office? Like, Where does it end? <laughs> Well, see, my whole thing is if you're going to put the signed boot in the wanky glass case on your desk, <laughs> then I have the right to uh, to vandalize it a little bit. Nothing too harsh. Yeah. I, won't, I won't destroy it, but I might tape a little picture of Stevie G slipping against Chelsea on there. I might uh, okay, do a little, Brooks. Yes. A little uh, gentle ribbing, but it, it, you're asking for something like that if you, if you do the... Uh, I mean, a signed boot in a glass case, that belongs at, in your house. Why are you bringing that to the office? That's just asking for trouble. If, if I, anywhere. I think it, it only yeah. belongs in Stevie G's house, to be, <laughs> to be fair. Even his Why wife would Stevie G have an autograph of his own boot? Um, <laughs> but no, question. autographs are wanky. I totally agree. The only thing you should ever do with an autographed piece of memorabilia is wear it. That's the ultimate flex. So unless this guy is wearing the signed boots around the office, I'm not here for it. I think you're going to have a lot of fight back on that, Theo. Because a, a lot of Don't care. players have their autographed shirt swap collection hanging up in their homes. But those are other players. No, no. I'm talking about like your average Joe. Like uh, like real fucking dick wank glass case man. <laughs> He's like, I don't think he played for like uh, Swansea and like exchanged boots he with might, Stevie you G. You don't know He's that. working at an office now. Theo, his, his office mate could be Craig Bellamy. You don't know that. He didn't get the whale's job. He needed something else to make some money. This guy doesn't work at a driving range. I'm just, <laughs> I don't think that's the case. So, yeah, dirty tackle for my boy. I agree with your signed uh, memorabilia uh, stance there, Theo. I have one big signed piece of memorabilia. It's a, champion, a mini Champions League ball, which I got given when I went to an event uh, where I interviewed a bunch of players. It's signed by, like I think, Luis Garcia, Fernando Morientes, a couple of other like big Champions League players. And I've not put it in a wanky glass case. My children, my children use it to kick around on the floor. Is that appropriate? Yes, that is. You're amazing. That's exactly you're how it amazing. should be. Used. <laughs> be I love you. The first compliment in the history of the Dirty Tackle podcast. The the PR who got me that ball probably wouldn't agree. But hey. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's cool. Luis Garcia probably would not would not agree either. <laughs> my kids score ghost goals with it all day long. He loves it. Perfect. All right. Well, moving on, my Dirty Tackle of the Week. Uh, we're going to Turkey for mine. Um, this, I think this is a global... F- Don't mention Kyle Aaron. No, 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 no. Uh, nothing to do with him. Good. I think this... I had submissions for him as well, but 
this no i i'm on his side in that regard mls is making up submissions submissions for orlando city's statement yeah against mls is making up fake rules and they're trying to get the world to abide by them that's that's crap that's a dirty tackle but anyway my real dirty tackle we go to turkey an amateur club in turkey is believed to be the first club in the world to sign a player with cryptocurrency they signed him to a contract for bitcoin what Hmm. yes uh i I don't know the exact amount of Bitcoin. Okay. The exact amount of Bitcoin that they signed him for is 0.0524 Bitcoin, which is 384 pounds as of Yeah, that's not very much. But uh, by the time you hear this, that could be worth 8 million million pounds. So who knows? Uh, Or or 8 pounds. Or 8 pounds, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And the club he signed with is Harunostop... Harunas to spore. Easy for you to say. Who compete in the Sakuraya First Division. So he signed for a fake club and he got a fake contract? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So fake money. I can only assume that uh, Harry Redknapp is now this club's manager and he's signing people <laughs> to <laughs> cryptocurrency because we know Harry is an early adopter with the, uh, the cryptocurrency. Jeez. Mm. So this raises the question, would you sign a contract for cryptocurrency? If you were no, because uh, you could only shop at like Expedia dot com and Alibaba. <laughs> I mean, well, how's this guy going to live? Exactly. This is my point. This is this seems like it should be illegal. It should be against FIFA rules. But the club is very honest about their intentions. They, <laughs> the club chairman said, "We did it to make a name for ourselves in the country and around the world." The player said, "As my chairman said, we are doing something new," and uh, yeah, so they're just going all in on this. Chairman, my chairman. Chairman, my chairman. Um, so I, it's crazy. So he can only shop at a few places and can't have a family and can't feed them. <laughs> you know the, if you get Bitcoin, Literally, you can only spend Bitcoin in like three ways. You can take a trip to space on Virgin Galactic. <laughs> you can buy a slice of pizza or you can play Minecraft. That's like the only three ways or you can use Bitcoin. You can, play you can also buy Turkish now. players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could you could call Harry Redknapp collect from a payphone. But as this BBC article notes, cryptocurrency is growing in popularity within sport. Arsenal recently signed a sponsorship deal with crypto with a cryptocurrency company, and uh, Lionel Messi and Floyd Mayweather are both promoting cryptocurrency. So I didn't know that about Leo. No Messi, taxes on but, cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah Leo, there's no taxes you, you on it. Dog. So Leo got in there quick. Yeah. <laughs> It's a nice tax gray area for Messi. He loves that shit. I mean, this is an amateur level club, and there's a picture of the player signing his contract and holding up his phone to show the only place that his his money existed. <laughs> <laughs> Some number on his phone. Damn, uh, I feel bad for this guy. Yeah, I need Obama to least, is going to uh... be really disappointed when his contract is on Bitcoin from Arsenal. If he was just holding up a phone, at least he didn't have to sign anything that would offend Theo. <laughs> yeah, right. No, he signed a written contract. Signing contracts and checks is different. He signed a written contract, okay. too. The, the contract is on paper, but the money is in uh, an app. <laughs> yeah. His money is in a Minecraft app. <laughs> yeah. I do. Um, I own some Bitcoin, and in the past month and a half, it is literally halved in value. So someone's getting a good deal buying low, selling high out of this deal. So uh, I, mean, I don't know. I can see some logic to it. We laugh now, but this guy would probably be a billionaire by the end of the month, so... We'll see how this you know, works out for it's him. It's going to be like, I give it two weeks before MLS starts peddling like targeted allocated Bitcoin to people. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, players getting ripped off. 
Hilarious. Yeah. Arsenal Hilarious. season tickets are going to be the most expensive Bitcoin season tickets <laughs> in the world. <laughs> All right, so if someone asks you to sign a contract for Bitcoin, uh, maybe think twice about that one. Especially if you if you have the family to feed. Unless you're only looking to buy drugs, go to space, <laughs> or play Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. But if you have a family to feed, uh, maybe think twice. Maybe think twice for the sake of my love and my Bitcoin. <laughs> Bit of Celine Dion for you there. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't top that, so we'll, we'll close out Dirty Talks of the Week with that. <laughs> It's almost over. Ryan, does that make you happy? Couldn't be happier. Not long till the summer, though. Transformageddon. Ryan is pissing in a water bottle out of pure joy. Transformageddon. Which beanstalk will Chelsea sign? Transformageddon. How many players will be bought with Bitcoin? Transformageddon. I think Obama Yang is only getting paid in Bitcoin and Litecoin. Transformageddon. It's Carlos Volcano time. Unleash <laughs> 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 the volcano. Lava me up. Eruption. That's a shout out to my favorite, favorite soccer reporter. If he's even a real person. He's not Carlos a real Volcano person. Of tribalfootball.com. He's as he, real he was probably, as Harry Coin. Harry he's the source informing your favorite blockchain journalists <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> he's probably the guy that had first on all these stories. The first one being Olivier Giroud switching primary colors and towns in London. Is this true, Brooks? <laughs> You're a Chelsea fan. It Do you see him to going to the pensioners? After that Swansea match, he was uh, went over and applauded the uh, Arsenal supporters, and it seemed to be very, uh, very pointed applauding. It seemed to be a farewell, goodbye, very uh, telltale sign in the January window. Pointed applauding at the supporters. Exactly. Yes, you have to take note of the uh, the. the point I of think um, he was actually just thanking them all for watching his sex tape. It wasn't related <laughs> to the transfer. <laughs> it's only a matter of time, I'm sure. Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. Au revoir. Uh, the, we should probably qualify this segment, by the way, by saying that all the stuff we're talking about will have, ha- and the window would have shut several days ago by the time people hear this. So, yeah, uh, we're recording uh, this enjoy. just before the window shuts, but you'll be hearing this. We cannot be held accountable after for any of what we say. As exactly. Always. So we are sitting on the window ledge. It is drafty. Bitcoin is flowing in and out. It's madness right now. <laughs> Olivier Giroud, by the time you hear this, could be playing for David Beckham's Miami Club, whenever that will exist, and whatever whatever it's called. So. Keep that in mind. But, uh, yeah. I think Giroud will have retired by the time that starts up. Yes. Uh, Well, yeah. We'll see. Uh, So, Giroud at Chelsea, I think, sure, why not? They need another striker. At this point, they've been through every name, every striker who's ever played the game in the history of That's over six foot. That's over six feet tall. So, uh, sure. Why not? I mean, I'll give I'll give from a Chelsea perspective. I'll give him this one. I mean, I think he's loads better than some of the names mentioned in the past. Oh yeah, uh, Petr Crouch, Jacko, etc. Much better Petr than Crouch. Fernando Llorente. Llorente, right? Who couldn't score a goal if he was yeah. sitting inside of the goal with the ball at his feet. Um, but from an Arsenal perspective, because I know there's a lot of Arsenal fans out there. Amazingly, uh, this is kind of sad. You know, you guys take a lot of a lot of heat mostly on the pitch because you lose every single game, it seems. Um, (laughs) But in the modern shitty, shitty Arsenal era, I feel like 
Olivier Giroud is is kind of is kind of a legend for Arsenal, no? Like he is one of the main players you think of when you think of their very small successes over the past few years. I think you've really stretched the meaning of legend in yes. that statement. <laughs> it's all relative, man. He's like, not getting he a win... statue at the Emirates. No, but I'm saying in modern times, he's the scorer of some of their more signature but is goals he, though? of the past few well, years. Well, yeah, he scored... Unfortunately, I think he is. He scored some beautiful goals. He, he did that one good goal. Yeah, he scored some beautiful goals, but he also flubbed a lot of golden opportunities. He... He didn't come through in in uh yeah, he plays for Arsenal. The key spots, yeah. So, I mean, while he did score a lot of goals, he also blew a lot of great chances that could have made a big difference for Arsenal's fortunes over the years. So, I I don't know how upset Arsenal supporters will be with this one. I really don't know, especially when you're getting in Aubameyang too. I feel like there's there's more promise there. So presuming the Aubameyang deal is going to go through, I'm looking forward to an increased amount of shithousery in the Premier League. Now we need some more rogues. <laughs> Since Balotelli left, we haven't got enough rogues, and Aubameyang is the rogue we all love and need and want. Well, to be you know, fair, we want him to not turning up for training for stupid reasons, driving ridiculous cars around and getting parking tickets and throwing darts at people. I want all that back. <laughs> That's I true. Back. I, I totally agree, yeah, Ryan. Good stuff. But to be fair, Arsenal I did see. I did see that an Arsenal supporter got an Obama Yang Arsenal shirt printed up already. So that has to be the kiss of death. So I'm sure this won't happen just to spite that man and make was him it, look um, ridiculous. Was it Donald Trump? Because he's uh, uh, most famous <laughs> Arsenal fan in the world, Donald Trump, thanks to Piers Morgan. Well, no. Barron. Barron put is, him on the back of his full kit. Trump is the manager-in-waiting. BT! Uh, yeah, Piers Morgan is still the most awfulest Arsenal supporter of all time. BT Sport, that's named after Barron, yeah? Yeah, he's going to own when yeah, he owns all yeah. media in the future. Yeah, it'll be. I'm pretty sure he's a DC United homegrown, so you know that. Move <laughs> That's is, true. Yeah, he was signed up. He was signed up to their youth uh, pay-to-play academy or something. All right, let's not make this making fun of children <laughs> hour. Yep, Brooks babysits Baron Trump. I forgot. <laughs> um, next up, there's a question on this digital document in my face. It says, "Who the fuck is Imeric Laporta?" And I can answer that question. He's a tremendous central defender, switching Athletic Bilbao for future Premier League champions, Manchester City. Yeah, this was my this was my question though, because uh, admittedly I don't follow Athletic Bilbao super closely, so I was uh, pretty unfamiliar with him. Um, I also don't follow the uh, France U twenty one squad, so I didn't see him there either. So this was a shock to me that he they Man City signed him for such a huge fee, a club record fee. Once again, going big mm. on, the, on the defenders, I saw a uh, a funny thing from something called iNews, a website called iNews, saying that Man City's annual defense spending no, iNews. this year exceeds that of 52 actual countries. So they have spent wow. more on defense between uh, Laporte, Mendy, Walker, Danilo, and Ederson. Uh, they spent $206.7 million dollars. Or, or sorry, two hundred, isn't it? Two hundred eighty-three. Sorry, <laughs> there's these numbers are too big. I can't, I can't keep them, keep track of them. <laughs> Get your abacus out. Are you reading numbers in Bitcoin and they keep changing? Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm converting it to Bitcoin and it's very confusing. <laughs> Man City, with all those guys combined this year, has spent two hundred eighty-seven point three million dollars, which is more than Guatemala, Chad, Senegal, Trinidad and Tobago, El Salvador. 
Gabon, Afghanistan, Niger, Bosnia, Herzegovina, Ghana, you name it. All these countries, they spent more than that shit stat. on wow. defense. Chad really dropped the Those fucking countries ball have there, like, yeah. yeah. Dude, these countries have like uh, slingshots for, for a military. And you're going to compare them to Man City's defense? Come on. They've Bush spent Bush more than 52 countries on defense this year. So I know that's meaningless, but I still think it's kind of funny. So Man City going big on the defense. I think this is good, this is good though because Liverpool has shown us that if you spend a lot of money on a central defender, all your problems are fixed instantly. So I think that's really good news <laughs> for Man City. Uh, I, I do know I, I like Athletic Bilbao. I've got a soft spot for them. I've actually I've been there quite a few times. I've made Lovely two club. documentaries there, in fact. And wow. um, I know Laporte is what I little I know about him is that he's French, and I think. I think only Bacente Lizarazu is the only other French person to play for Athletic because they've got the Cantera policy where they can only have Basque players. So mm-hmm. it really... They're really he's right on the border, though, from, from where he's from. He's, like, right there. Yeah, know? well, he's from the Basque area. Could have played France, for Spain. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, he's yeah because Basque, Basque country is in uh, northern Spain and in southern France. But, um, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a very strange thing with Bill, uh, Bill Bell's transfer policy because... Like they, yeah, sure they got fifty eight million or whatever for Laporte. What are they going to do with it? They can't buy anyone. They just got to wait yeah. for someone to turn up. What are they going to do with that Invest money? It. Just sit Why on can't it? they buy anybody? Seed money. Because they don't buy anyone. They only have Basque players. There's no one else to buy players well, from. Really. Maybe they can build a Basque player with that money. They'll like start some kind of cryogenic bionic Basque superhuman. I reckon. Factory. What I think they're um they're actually just going to save up and buy Real Sociedad. Just buy them. <laughs> yeah. I can probably afford them by now. It's a good shout. Yeah. Make a Basque super team. Messi made a video for David Beckham's uh, imaginary team friend. Uh, he said at the end, <laughs> team may- maybe you team call me friend. in a few years. Da, 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 da. Um, even though Messi will only play for one club, Barcelona. Uh, but he's not the only big name rumored to be coming to MLS. Uh, for the 50th time this calendar year, Zlatan is this close oh, I'm so to coming to LA Galaxy. Zlatan to MLS rumors. I'm so sick of it. it well, hopefully for you, they turn from rumor to trumor in the next <laughs> 10 days. Rumor to trumor. I like that a lot. The, um, the Messi giving David Beckham support for his MLS team and saying, maybe I'll come play with you. It sounds wonderful, but can you just remind me which German apparel company sponsors Messi, Beckham, and MLS? Is there any link between those yeah, three so things this that is, could possibly have made this happen? This is my thing with this video. So I feel like someone at Adidas got Messi in the corner and said, okay, make a quick video for David Beckham, and we'll put it on social media. So he didn't know what to say. He just said, hey, congratulations on your new project. Uh, and then he panicked and said, maybe in a few years you'll call me. He didn't say, I want to play in MLS. He didn't say, I can't, I'll see you in Miami. That was a total yeah. panic. I'm not move. ready to speak to you. That, now. that was like a few years. when you run into like a, an old acquaintance in the supermarket and you don't know how to end the conversations to say, "Let's get together <laughs> yeah. sometime." That was that kind of move. That was like, uh, "Yeah, I'll call you sometime." He's referencing because he's been waiting for David Beckham to call him for like years. Like he told him the last time he saw him, like, "Yo, like, call me about so and so. Like, we gotta talk about it." And this was his little like jab, like, "Yeah, maybe in a few years I'll call you now, David." No, I mean, we all know that Messi is very shy. He's not the greatest in social situations. He totally panicked on camera, and he now regrets that. And God. It, Can you imagine that phone call, having Messi just mumbling nothing and Beckham going, uh, so uh, <laughs> isn't it fun when you kick a ball and it goes in the net? Uh, it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but there were a few uh there were a few big names like commenting on the um Beckham to Miami Ting. Uh Neymar was one of the first people to like and comment on the Instagram post. Uh the thing that's because he's got nothing else to do. Correct, because playing in France is a joke. The thing well, his, that his teammate these... too, Verratti. <laughs> Uh, Verratti said, see you in 10 years, laughing, crying emoji. <laughs> That's outrageous. <laughs> Is that the length of his next red card band? Um, yeah, I mean, every superstar player wants to go to Miami and play for Beckham's team but until they learn do that they, they can bring two do of their friends. Really? No, I'm saying really want until they learn that they can only bring two of their friends because there's only three DP slots. Then when you're kicking the ball to, like, Jim Gomez from Nevada State on the right wing, like, that's not what you want to do. But this is the thing. This isn't uh, Miami in like uh, November, you know, in the off season when it's nice and and lovely. This is Miami in the summertime. You're playing. It's gonna be miserable playing matches down there. I feel like no one's really talking about that yet. Maybe they don't realize. Have that. you been to Miami in August? It is awful. <laughs> <laughs> I think if Joe Cole has taught us anything, it's that European players like to retire to Florida. Well, that's true. Yeah, Joe Cole seemed to enjoy himself with Tampa. So goes for everyone. Who doesn't like to re- retire to Florida? <laughs> Lots of old people do it. Yeah, my grandma did it. There you go. <laughs> How's she doing? She's retired. <laughs> In <Good>. Florida. <laughs> Glad to hear it. And that's it oh. for Transfer Mageddon. The January window slams shut. <laughs> Another one in the books. Ryan, give me your last thoughts on this year's January transfer window. Oh, it was wonderful. Players were exchanged. We we gossiped about people employing different people. There was Bitcoin. I can't wait for the next <laughs> fucking round. I'll yep. say this for the My January exactly. transfer window for 2018. It was pretty crazy. By January transfer window standards, busy. there was a lot happening. There were some big moves, big money changing hands. A lot of cryptocurrency, presumably. Uh, Harry Redknapp, probably very pleased wherever he is, him and his dog. Uh, so a lot going on. I, I'll, I'll give January 2018 that. It yeah, wasn't. A I can only hope we're still here in January 2019 and that nuclear holocaust does not hit because I want to see more Bitcoin transfers at the end. Fingers crossed. Carlos Falcano goes into hibernation for another few months. He becomes waiting active to, again in the summer. Waiting to He's never hibernating, again. though. His tectonic plates are always shifting below the transfer magma, waiting to erupt. Oh, Carlos, we'll miss you the next few months. But transfer again will return. Summer 2018, watch out. Those post, By the way, those true story. Those post moves will be crazy. Did you know, outside of the transfer windows, Carlos Volcano becomes Grant Wall? <laughs> that would be amazing oh now we're gonna get that, that might be wall. true it might be true because Carlos Volcano <laughs> can't be a real name Carlos Volcano is everyone and no one do you think Carlos Volcano <laughs> hangs out with Ron Mexico <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who he hangs out with I think he must hang out with uh, with uh, Laporte I'm not convinced that he's a real person yet I don't know enough about him yet I think Man City just paid a whole bunch of money for someone that doesn't exist. More on that later. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. We'll investigate that. But that will do it for regular time. Join us for extra time when we'll be discussing Jurgen Klopp, who Ryan Bailey really wants to get him sacked. Really, really wants to get him sacked. I think Ryan is done with his nice guy nonsense. So we'll Ryan, talk about that. Why don't you that. just sack him? 
We'll talk more uh, about uh, 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 the Miami uh, uh, Beckhams, Miami Smoke and Mirrors FC, Miami whatever's. Football Miami. Uh, who knows what's happening there? We'll talk about that. And we'll also talk about Sandro Wagner scoring goals with his, uh, his Sandro Wagner. So we'll talk about that. Mm, little Sandro. Little Sandro. Or uh, could be big Sandro. You don't know that. Uh, don't Relatively speaking. Don't sell him short, Ryan. He's so, got to be smaller than real Sandro, right? Yeah, it's got relative to his body size. It can't be. It has to be little. You do not know that, Ryan. <laughs> so go to patreon.com slash dirty tackle. Contribute. Support the show to hear all about that. You won't want to miss Rate it. Rate us. Give us them five stars. Yeah, and get on iTunes. Give us some ratings. Uh, five stars only, please. Nothing. If you're a wild, broke boy and broke girl, just hit the five-star rating button. That'll Give us some us ratings, some reviews. Be nice. Uh, you know, help people out. Let's let's spread the word here. Even uh, if you only come for Ryan Bailey Music's singing, leave a review. Exactly. Thank you to producer Bobo Martino. You are the best. We love Bobo! you. We would break our transfer kitty. We'll pay you in Bitcoin or whatever coin you want. Uh, just not real money because we don't have a whole lot of that right now. So let's <laughs> stick to the Bitcoin. Uh, on social media, we are at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hit us up. Ryan, what is your Twitter handle? Mine is at BrooksTT. Ryan, what is yours? Uh, mine is at number two hot wings fan. There's only one person on Twitter who likes them more than me. Come find me. <laughs> oh, Theo, what is your Twitter handle? At Theo Messi DT, 302 followers and counting. Get at your boy. Boom. Nice. Extra time or next time, get on it. We'll be seeing you. Night, night. Love you all. Remember, this is us. Series is getting good now. Tuesday no, daddy, night. daddy. <laughs> it's all about football Miami now. I'm so excited. <laughs> night, night, Nev, Nev. Nev, 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 Nev. Stupid ass Nev, Nev. <laughs> <laughs> Lot of whistles.